Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to this in time, but talk about Keon Ellis and, and, the, and the two-way, and we got to get this man's contract converted and all of that. Mm. The potential NFL MVP makes like $60,000, and that can't change – even if the man wins the MVP. No, he's got like a year before they can negotiate. They can't do anything. Like, my man is just stuck <laughs> with roommates. Like, he probably got seven roommates in the Bay Area. <laughs> um, that's insane. They need, a de- they need a Brock Purdy rule into the CBA. Yeah. Got this kid. Poor got guy. This, got, this, got, this, got this kid making a part-time salary. <laughs> As the starting quarterback for the best team in the NFL, well, once again, this is unprecedented. Uh, <laughs> Bruh. ways. Like the, the the last pick of the draft is like <laughs> Zay, top five quarterback in the game. Say Zay, Zay says, uh, "Bro needs an nil." <laughs> Hold on, we got a running. We got an insider's running. Sorry, Jesse stepped out, and whenever he does that, I'll sit in here and watch the board just to make sure nothing crazy happens. You don't have to apologize for joining the show. Oh, okay. You yeah, sound no. emotional over this. Is everything? I'm okay? pretty fired up about it. Yeah. No. So the NFL does have like a performance-based pay, um, like pool mm-hmm. that goes out. Like Talano Hufanga, six-round pick. He's a first-team All-Pro. He gets a few hundred extra thousand from the NFL mm-hmm. for being really good on a cheap contract. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing Brock, if he wins the MVP, <clears throat> is going to get a crazy amount of money from the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, hey, sorry about the rookie wage scale. Here's a Here's oh, a few hundred the, thousand. The NFL does that, not like the 49ers are forced That's to correct. cap or something. Yeah, the NFL is part of the CBA has this pool of, I don't know, like like $5 million or whatever amount it, it is all, to give out to. It all needs to go. in uh, $200 billion a it, year. It all needs uh, to go to Brock million. Purdy. Yeah, if he wins the MVP, that's what I, the, I think the, he's whatever, whatever like pot that is, it all needs to go to Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's got one endorsement for sure. I think he oh, he's got a gang of them. You got a oh, gang of them. Did you see? Did you see the Alaska Air Show yesterday? God, I didn't know you had it. Mm-hmm. He he was like he was like I'm using my Alaska Air miles this season, going to Phoenix and Pittsburgh. Like he pays for his flights, <laughs> <laughs> which he might have to as a final maybe, pick of the maybe, draft. Maybe as a maybe as a, a, a last pick of the draft. That's the, <laughs> you the gotta, trade-off you got. You're flying coach. Yeah, yeah. It's the only coach seat on the entire <laughs> charter, but you're you're sitting yeah. in, you're sitting next to the bags. You're, you're next to Trent Williams' shoulder pads over there, pal. <laughs> what an improbable story. It's incredible. Improbable. It's absolutely incredible. We've lost the plot with it. This is insane. It really is. It is 
unreal. And it's, oh, yeah, but what would he look like on the Jets? I don't know. Don't care. He's does, not. It doesn't matter. He's not. You go live in that universe. And, you know, the, the other thing about this, and I, I don't well, I don't know if we, we want to go 49ers now or not, but. Um, Over here. I'm about to leave. So. Oh, you can leave. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Thank, th- thank you for your time. Yeah. That is the great Kyle Madsen. Brock. Looks very Rock. nice, by the way, in his uh, uh, Oakland Forever. Love that one. Available over at dlo1kc.com. Yeah. Uh, 25% off everything. The there you go. Um, you know, the whole the whole notion with, with Brock now is he's got players and can't be uh, MVP because of the teammates. And now, now the new one, since uh, Dak did what I told you he was going to do, um, now is it ain't Dak no more. It's well, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. He's the best player on the team. And I was been over like, this a million times. They don't like. It's almost like I don't know if they ignore. It can't be they don't watch the Niners are one of the the prime team. Maybe they don't watch, but the passes this man makes. No, we've the been passes over this. Are sick. The storyline's not changing. The reason they'll say Christian McCaffrey or anyone else other than Brock Purdy is because. Prior to week 12, 13, whatever it was last year, they had no idea who Brock Purdy was. Mm-hmm. And because they can't say, I told you so, or they can't say, hey, look at this write-up, because they can't say, hey, look how smart I am, they just ignore it. Mm-hmm. And they want you to believe they're the smartest people in the room. They'll rank Brock Purdy 32nd behind Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph to try to drive home some sort of stupid point. Yeah. So you click on their article. like That's all it is. Anyone who watches professional football and doesn't rely on people clicking on a link to support what they do. Yo, they know Brock is that dude. Like Brock Dak Dak played himself out of the MVP conversation. Jalen played himself out of the MVP conversation. There's a very real possibility we get a a, a Kenny Caraway Jesse Tapia special on mm. Christmas Day where the winner of the 49ers Ravens game is in fact the league's most valuable player. Yeah. Because right now, to me, unless I'm missing something, it's Brock and it's Lamar. That's that's, where we're at. That's what I see. I think they're ready to give it to Lamar. And that's I'm okay. Lamar's season. I love I love Lamar, so I ain't I ain't mad at. But 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 but. it's the it's it's it. But that's not egregious. It's the best team in the AFC. It's the best team in the NFC. Mm -hmm. It's the quarterbacks in each position. They're both doing you know incredible incredible things with their season. but that's it. The, but the, there's, there's the only two guys in the conversation now. The the crazy thing about it, like what you say, about like people that, you know, just trying to get clicks and all. There's like people like, well, I know watch football every Sunday. I know watch the Niners, and they still saying this crazy stuff. Like they're not. It doesn't make w- sense. Once again, it doesn't make any sense. The the ball placement. There was a there was a pass yesterday, that he had a couple passes, but there was a pass yesterday. That was like an out route to um, Brandon Ayuk. And the Cardinals defender kind of jumped. Like, he kind of jumped it a little bit. He knew what was happening. But the timing, first of all, from Brock to, like, when he released the ball was perfect. But the placement, the placement was perfect. If the placement was half a centimeter off to the inside of the field, probably picked off pick six. But he couldn't have walked it over to Ayuk any better. And he, he put it in a spot where not only would it not be picked, but only Ayuk could touch the ball. 
Like the guy couldn't even deflect it because it was just running away. The ball was running away from the defender. It was sick. It was sick. And then we get into the Debo back shoulder touchdown. I mean, that was from like 25 yards away, back shoulder on a dime. It's the the skill level. People can talk about all the uh, the teammates he has all he wants. The skill level and the and the high level precision of his passes. I can't believe how many people are overlooking that. I think if Brock Purdy was throwing the ball 80 yards down the field too, like it'd be a lot different. People think of him, think of him a lot differently. I think people are still stuck on the quarterbacks. You got arm strength and all the tools, like the physical tools. Like you're, you can be the guy or whatever. But it's I mean, different now. And, and he's he's not throwing it. 80 yards down the field like Justin Herbert, but, I mean, he's he's pushing the ball down the field and, like, hitting strike. The, the touchdown pass against Seattle on Thanksgiving Day in in that window of four Seattle Seahawks around him, around Brandon Ayuk, and he hits Ayuk the only place he could hit him for him to catch it. I mean, he's doing that. He's doing that at least three times every week. There's different ways to be a good quarterback, bro. That's what it comes down to. I want to uh, go back to something you said a second ago. Where's Gwitty Cube? There he goes, talking about MVP. Anybody but CMC or Tyreek is a disservice to the league, in my opinion. We've been over this before, but I don't mind doing it again real quick. Explain to me why Christian McCaffrey is the MVP. Anybody. Christian McCaffrey is phenomenal. What he's doing is incredible. You could argue he's the best player on the 40. That's that's fine. Is he breaking a record? Because that's a, this is we're talking about non quarterbacks. We're talking about two non quarterbacks. Right. That's how you get attention. Is you break a record? The touchdown record got to be the touchdown record. Not even close. Mm-hmm. He's not even halfway to the touchdown record. It's impressive that he seems to score every single time he plays, but once since he's been in a 49ers uniform, mm-hmm. that ain't a record. Is he approaching two thousand yards? Nope, he's not. He's different. He's one of a kind. He is incredibly integral to the San Francisco 49ers' success. That is not how the MVP in the NFL works. If you're a non-quarterback and you want to win that award, that 13 touchdowns that Christian McCaffrey has with three weeks left needs to be flipped around and be 31. Mm. Then you have an opportunity to win that. Tyreek, Tyreek could be in the conversation because he'll probably break the receiving record. But if he doesn't do it with an extra game left, with with the game left on the regular season, mm-hmm. I don't think people. I, I don't think those old school voters are going to look at that as enough. They're just going to say, "Oh, he just had an extra week to break the record," whether that's the right way to think or not. You have to be extraordinary. You have to be borderline one of a kind to win that award as a non quarterback. Adrian Peterson won it because he ran for two thousand yards the year after he tore his ACL, mm-hmm. and I'd still argue he took Peyton Manning's award, mm. but that's fine. Adrian Peterson winning isn't is fine. But that's what you have to do. Yeah, I, I mean, and we're also not gonna uh, we're we're not gonna switch it up because it's Brock Purdy. Because because to be honest with you, people we were on this show, but for the most part, we're nobody talking about CMC or Tyreek Hill until all these other guys then got washed off. Mm. They weren't talking about that when it was Dak. Mm-hmm. They weren't talking about it when it was Jalen. Mm-hmm. They weren't talking about it when it was Tua, Tua. or nothing yep. like that. Now that it's clear that Brock Purdy should be the favorite. Now we want to bring these other guys into mm-hmm. it. And I don't understand it. No, nope, it's Brock versus Lamar. That's it. And it very well may be the Christmas winner is the MVP. Mm. We'll come back. Uh, we'll get back to the Kings. We'll talk about them. Wantiscano Anderson made his debut. There were some There were some other. There was, there was another big story out there uh, involving Stockton. Um, 
We'll come back, man. Uh, Will Z is going to join us uh, a little over an hour from now. And, of course, James Hamm will be with us uh, the final hour of the show. So much more Kings coverage ahead, uh, as well as 49ers coverage. It's Steeler 1KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I forgot about Tua. I, I, I forgot about what Tua was. Because he's, he's been second all year behind Hamlin in the odds for that award. I, can't. I would not hate it if Joe Flacco got that. So we were talking about, I, I looked up and Joe Flacco winning another football game for the Cleveland Browns was on TV. I was like, man, is Joe Flacco the comeback player of the year? Jesse mentioned DeMar Hamlin in it. It's like, hey, man, like, DeMar don't play. Like, I'm happy DeMar's here. I mean, he got a lot of like. I'm I'm happy tomorrow's here. He's healthy. He's in the league. Good. He's not really playing. Right. Tua, I forgot. Like I forgot. Like all of the awful stuff that happened with Tua Tagovailoa. It very well might be him. The fact that Joe Flacco. I mean, he did throw three interceptions, and they needed a little bit of luck to beat the Browns yesterday. But that doesn't matter. That's a five football team. That's a team who I thought odds even to make the playoffs were dead mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, uh, and he's. He's stepping in. He's keeping them, you know, he, he, he's got that team winning games. Like, you know, the campaign for Miles Garrett, his defensive player of the year is pretty strong. I think if the Browns finish with a solid record, uh, that, that, that could very well happen. Uh, but the Joe Flacco story is kind of wild. Joe, Joe um, was on the couch. Yeah. Like, yeah. He didn't get a training camp or none of this other stuff, man. And he's coming here and, you know, he's, he's throwing the ball all over the place and, Giving this team some hope still. Yeah. So shout out to him. If him or Tua won it, that would be perfectly fine with me. Perfectly fine. Well, probably only a matter of time from Juan Descano Anderson becoming the NBA's comeback player of the year uh, as he made his Kings debut on on Saturday. Mm. And uh, now it's only a matter of time uh, before he comes a force in the league and the league recognizes him. JTA. JTA. That's a very. Those are very chantable initials. Yeah. I think. What? What do you? In all seriousness, what do you think? What do you think his role might be here? Is it just like I don't know, a, like it, never really play, get in, you know, from time to time, or are they really gonna like give him a look, give him play? Go ahead, Jesse. I was thinking about it. What if his role was more for if a move gets made? Because he's kind of buried on the bench behind all this death right now. And, like, there's a lot of talk with the Kings so, making moves and all that. Like, eventually you're going to need maybe a guy like Juan Toscano Anderson to step in if you do make that move. But are you thinking of, like, a player specifically? Not specifically, but, you know, I, like, we made a move. We got some – we traded, like, three or so guys. We need some wing help or whatever. Like, JTA go out and give us, like, 10, 15 minutes. 
Some something like that. Like I don't know if it's this role right now is going to be what what it will be like a month or two from now. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, no absolutely, uh, absolutely. He's also you know as we've learned, he's he's easily if, if for some reason and by all accounts this like Mike really wanted him here. He 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 thinks he works. It, and forgive me for phrasing it this way. He has a very cuttable contract. Like it's a non guaranteed contract. Uh, I'm sure there's a there's a date on it, but it's it's easy if. If you've got a move to make and players have to come back, he's an easy space mm-hmm. to clear up. Um, you talk about moves. I mean, he obviously wants Scano Anderson. It's, it's a defense thing uh, with him. It's a familiarity uh, with Mike. And and we saw Davion Mitchell minutes. We knew that we would uh, with De'Aaron Fox out. Uh, maybe that's something if Davion isn't here anymore. I, I I don't know. Like I I can't really I can't figure out how to work him into lineups. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm thinking because when you have the Aaron, you have Keon, right. right? Like so you, I don't know how to work him into to various lineups. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of how to get him in as well. Um, and you know, it just seems like it might be matchup based. Yeah, you know, if they're going up against, um, just off the top of my head, going up against Phoenix. And you need another guy, or New Orleans. You need another guy to throw at Ingram or or uh, Trey Murphy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he matches up uh, a little bit Length. better, and, and maybe you don't go with the quote unquote backup point guard, you know, with Keon or Davion or something like that, and you give those minutes to to one of those guys. But I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. Uh, just trying to figure it out. How tall is one to Scott? We about six. Six, I was going to say 6'6", six, six, but I'm always wrong when it comes to this stuff. He's He is 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. So, um, by all reports, a, a Mike Brown guy. Mm-hmm. So last time they brought in what we all thought was a Mike Brown guy, guys in the rotation, Bell yeah. McGee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was no indication, by the way. We played the sound from De'Aaron Fox earlier. There was no indication from De'Aaron whether he was playing or not. Um, he obviously missed the game on Saturday, but he was a full participant at practice. Uh, as we've learned before, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, uh, but he was. He was a full participant at practice. What that means moving forward, uh, we'll find out. But we did uh, have that, that De'Aaron Fox sound earlier with really no definitive statement that he'll play tonight against a very, very good, tough, oh, yeah, man. Uh, spirited yeah. Washington Wizards team, a yeah. team you don't take lightly uh, at Christmas time around the Golden 1 Center. Like I said on the handoff, you know, you can say it, I'll say it again, um, but much like Steve Wilkes said about the Arizona Cardinals, this mm-hmm. team that you can't really look at a record. I look at the tape and I see a good basketball team. Yep. And um, that's what I see. That's what I see. You know, a good basketball team. That's it. And this is a team that – if you're not focused, yep, um, they'll they'll come in and they'll they'll handle business. Absolutely, they beat the Pacers a couple of nights ago. All kidding aside, they didn't did. they beat the Pacers on Friday? Yeah, yeah beat them by like was, twenty. Yeah, pay, they same night the Spurs beat the Lakers. Yeah, Detroit didn't win. Oh, of course they didn't. Monty's just trying to get through the season. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> According to uh, Jason Anderson. The Wizards have ruled out Johnny Davis, uh, Gallinari, Shimmick, and Elon Wright for tonight's game against the Kings. You know, I, I you know that doesn't matter. 
No, the Wizards are going to fill fill the team. Um, get out there and hey, if nothing else, uh, focus on the D'Lo and KC stats. That's it. The three point shots, mm-hmm. uh, fourteen plus, I believe, is the number. Uh, one hundred fifteen points per game, mm-hmm. um, and thirty assists. That's it. You win when you do that. Because I think they were they were was it thirty six this this past weekend. It was. 36. 36. Not only are they breaking the 30 assist threshold, they're kind of smashing it. Pause. They're well. Oh, they are. Uh, And I guess I guess you're going to do that. I guess you're going to do that when you're when your your six man is the ultimate playmaker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eight assists on Saturday. That's coming off a nine assist game Mm -hmm. uh, on Thursday. Uh, He's. He's doing a great job, Malik Monk is. He's doing a phenomenal job. They hit 22 threes. That's going to happen when somebody hits 12 themselves. But they hit 22 threes on Saturday. 22 of them things. And your number's 15? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got you, KC. <laughs> we got you. I wanted to look and see. He's up to 5.2 assists per game. Mm. About 15 points? Exactly. 15 and 5. Bruh, his career – his young career, 2.6 assists per game. Mm. On the season so far this year, he's at 5.2. Mm. That's extraordinary. That is absolutely extraordinary. What a In season fact, from Malik Monk. All of his his numbers are up, at least career-wise, across the board. Uh, he's plus four in minutes, plus .5 in field goal percentage. He's plus 6.5 in three-point shooting. Six point, yeah, six point five in three point shooting. He's uh, plus five percent on free throw shooting. His rebounds are up. His assists are way up. Hell, his block shot zero point three to zero point five. Like everything, uh, every measurable metric, Malik Monk is is just outperforming his career this season. Yeah, clearly playing the best basketball of his career. And one of the things that. Um, we tend to forget what a guy like Malik Monk, and you can even say the same thing about De'Aaron Fox. Is he's still young guys? Yeah, you know he's yeah, still yeah. a young guy. He's, you know, just because what we saw in with the Lakers, it's not a finished product. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these, these guys are are entering their primes right now, and Malik Monk bounced around the league a little bit, had to feel, you know, uh, get into the right spot, get into the the, the right place for him. Now he's flourishing. So, I think one you know, thing still that growing his game. I think one thing that gets get, can get me caught up when thinking about Malik is this is his third team, mm-hmm. and that's just so like unconventional for in, a young player. In Charlotte, shout out Jacoby, Jalen Jacoby. He was getting DMPs in Charlotte. He wasn't even playing. He wasn't even getting off the bench in Charlotte. DMPs, real DMPs too, not made up. I checked. Oh wow, yeah, he had a tough time in in Charlotte. Yeah, he had a tough time in Charlotte. He had to, you know, go through some things and was that Clifford things out. Yeah, I think I so. know Triana was there. Katie reminded us of mm-hmm. that the other night. But it was a Steve Clifford coach team. Yeah. And he, you know, he had to to figure some things out getting adjusted to the league. Um and when he got to LA, you know, gave him a little bit of a fresh start and he showed what that could look like. Yeah. And he comes here and this is clearly the best situation of his career. Clearly.
Uh, and hopefully it's enough to hopefully it's good enough to where he's hey this is this is home. Yes, so that's another sneaky thing with this Kings court too. Like right now, De'Aaron is coming into like he's playing probably the best ball of his career. Malik Monk as well. I think Domas you could probably say like he's in that prime right now. Like yeah. you got guys who are just like just hitting that peak, so they got to build on it. Yeah. Can we while we get there though? I'd like to know what Jesse got to say about this one, and you too. But oh, thank you. Um, can we touch a little bit on what Sam Amick said as far as Yeah, go ahead. Zach Levine mm-hmm. having interest in being Sacramento. I am interested in it. Um I I'm trying to find out where that would work out, but I'm a lot more open to it than it seems like a lot of people on King's Twitter are. Uh trying to tell me Zach Levine a bad player, all this other stuff. Um Definitely not a bad player. Does he fit what they're trying to do? I could see where he does, but does Zach Levine intrigue either one of you guys? I'm intrigued. I'll say that. For the right deal, I'd take Zach Levine here. He's not someone you overpay for, I think, right now. No. But I don't so, remember who said it on, on, on Twitter. I don't know if it was King's Muse, the local guy. For Forgive me for not making a note of this. Might might even be just the, the 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 fact that they're dumping salary. That's that's what they're trying to do here. They're trying to get off of this contract that they signed Zach Levine. To mm. so I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not doing the the Shohei Itani Giants thing that you were talking about last week about bidding up right. to ensure that I get him. Right. Like, I don't even know that I'm including a pick. Like we'll make the money match. You really want to move on this contract? You want to move off from this contract enough? Well, you know, Davion's. You, you, it's going to be easy for you to move off of. We got Harrison. You're going to have to take that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll figure out some way to make this work. I don't know that I'm including picks. Mm-hmm. I'm cert. I'll, I'll refer, I'm certainly not including plural mm-hmm. picks. Plural. And I'll be completely honest. I don't hate it. I don't think I love it. The w- the way I look at it is, do you think Zach Levine is better than Kevin Hurd? Is Zach Levine better than Kevin Herter? Yes. Yes. Zach so Levine is better than right? Kevin Herter. Yeah. Uh, you, you improve. Like, well, I think he's. Is that too simplistic? You like, probably cause, have cause, to give up. Are you giving I'm up? I'm thinking you're giving up Harrison, too. Probably. Harrison, Harrison Herter. I don't know if Davion's included or not, but you're giving up your starting power forward, small forward. So you, you'd have a, a hole in, at that spot. And that's something that you'd have to fill in either on the roster or I don't I don't know where else you would go to fill that in, but that that would be problematic a little bit. Do you like a lineup of um Fox, Levine, Keegan, Trey Lyles, and Sabonis? That's what it would I have like to it. be. I, I like it. I'd like to keep Trey Lance Trey Lance, Trey Lyles on the uh on the bench. Coming off well, you can't start four on five. So, what would you rather do there? Maybe, maybe that's JTA. <laughs> okay. So, what, I don't think is it one of those Kaziak Paula things. I don't think. Yeah. I don't maybe. know if I'm willing to do that though. Like, I feel like you got to stick Trey out there. I'm not just going to throw like a guy like well, JTA though, just to like fill a spot. So the thing about that though is now you you have you have a guy that you can back up Trey Lyles with in Sasha, it feels like. A guy that you can come off the bench. Is there a rotational four you could pull from Chicago? Uh, Like Patrick Williams, but I don't know what his contract is. And 
A lot of people don't really like. Even Manny talked about him. He's like, no, nah, you don't want Patrick Williams. I don't know. I feel like the the Herder or Levine thing is too simplistic because we know, obviously, with, with Herder, you know, Herder with Sacramento, and maybe you can, you know, make a judgment with Atlanta too, given, you know, Kevin Herder will certainly tell you the dynamics of that team is, is very different. But regardless, you're not, you weren't the guy there either. You, you you were important. You weren't the guy there. Zach, we we basically know, like, Chicago. I mean, you can go all the way back, like, you know, to Minnesota if you want to, but, but, but we know Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even with DeMar, he was the guy? The uh, main scorer was the uh, – It was a one-two punch. It was a one-two punch. Are you doing um, Herder, Barnes, Davion for Levine and Torrey Craig? I don't. I don't. So you're really in on this, Zach. I don't. I don't hate that. I'm thinking about. I just it. feel I, like I'm, there's probably another player to come back, especially if the Kings move three in this conversation. Well, that's why. That's why I threw Torrey Craig in yeah, that's, six that's, seven. That's small forward or whatever. Yeah, two makes two million a year. I'm. I'm thinking about. I'm more. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if if I'm. I'm doing it because what happens is, if if you do you that do, deal, you don't that's know it. if you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's if you the, do that, that deal, that's it. That's, that's the one. That's you you doing. you have to believe that that's the deal that. Yeah, but you're also. You're getting an all-star level player without giving up any of the core. And I don't know if you can do that in any other scenario. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, the the Raptors have, like, decisions. Are we just going to lose these guys for nothing? I mean, we're seeing some really stupid stuff. The Lori marketing stuff is ridiculous. <laughs> Like you guys really th- like five picks, Danny, sit your stupid ass down. Ain't nobody trying to hear you. <laughs> nobody trying to listen to you around the trade deadline. Will you stop? They gave me five for Rudy Gobert, and and, and 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 for like this all comes from Danny. Yeah, Danny blurts yeah. this out to anyone who will listen. Anytime you see Utah, just as Boston. Anytime you saw Boston tied to something, it almost certainly came from Danny Ainge. Five picks. What they say? Five ish. Yeah. What is five ish? <laughs> Get out of here. Talk. So I, I mean, that's that's the reason why it intrigues me. <laughs> BC's right though. Unless the Lakers called, and it's only two picks <laughs> in, in the right. in the uh, twenty thirty two and twenty thirty four draft. Right. So that's the reason why it intrigues me because um, everybody wants to but make you're, a move. You're saying all star level player. Mm-hmm. But does is does that all star level player fit this team? I feel like he does for that position that he's playing, and, and it also depends on. I don't know if you can have a conversation with him or anything like that, but he's gonna have to change his game a little bit. He's gonna have to understand it's not Chicago, it's not ISO. You're not gonna get twenty shots a night. Um, it, you're gonna he's gonna have to buy into that as well. But if he buys into that. Yeah, I think he fits. I mean, isn't that kind of what the Kings are looking for at this point, too? Like a second bucket getter? Bucket getter? Like, I know, like, Kyle, Kyle Matson on the insiders kind of talked about it last week. He said Sabonis could be the second best player, but they, like, he can't be the second highest scorer. I don't know if Keegan's going to be that right now this year. Monk, I don't know how, if he can be that, like, from the bench. Like, isn't that kind of what Levine is? Yeah. 
not going to be your second best player. I think he'd be like the third guy right here, but he's going to go out and get you buckets. Yeah, I just like I said, I'm I'm I'd have to look at what exactly they'd be giving up for for a deal for Levine, but I think it's a non-starter for a lot of people. Like just judging by my my King's Twitter feed or whatever the case may be, like so no, here's I don't want nothing to do with Levine. I think they need to calm down with all that. So I don't think he's coming here to take the defense either. I've seen that like he's in a common defense. Like I don't think that's happening. No. So here, as long as Keegan Murray is still on the team, I don't think that. As long as De'Aaron Fox is still on the team, that's not going to happen. As long as Mike Brown is still the coach, uh, that's not going to happen. But here's the thing with King's Twitter, or Twitter in general, yeah. or fans. You can't, after a bad game, or a stretch of bad games, scream about how you want Harrison Barnes traded or you want Kevin Herter traded or you want Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes traded and then to get a proposal for Zach Levine and go, no, 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 not him. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's fine. Answers all. But then who? OG Ananobi. Great. Pretty sure that's where this whole conversation started last summer. Mm-hmm. Got nowhere. Next. Pascal Siakam. Good luck is if you're willing to get in a bidding war, right? because there very well may be one for him mm-hmm. in February. If you're willing to do that, trade multiple first-round picks, okay, which, do you. To be honest with you, the other thing that we don't talk about with, with the Kings, and it doesn't mean you have to make a move, but if you got into a bidding war with anybody for Siakam or Oji, you probably don't have enough. Right. Like if OKC right. comes calling, well, like you don't have enough. And what it really comes down to, like, and we, if you don't have the, if they're trying to move off, if they're just trying to like start over mm-hmm. and they don't want anything back, you don't have that now because Harrison has a couple of years left on his deal. Right. You lose that battle and the Pacers win right. because they're moving buddy. Right. You lose right. that. Pacers, Pacers are another one. Yeah. That's, they're, they're, they're in on, on, on all of this. And how, how bad are you going to feel if the Pacers trade for Zach Levine? Right. And that I, team goes on and cooks in the Eastern Conference. I am not him is exactly what you're talking about. You do not trade for Levine over options such as OG or Lori. You, Those you aren't options. Let, let's, this is my opinion. I can't speak in definitives or anything you know, like that. If, if, if Masai says OG and Siakam are available, everybody bring your best offers. I don't think the Kings can compete. They can't. Like, Masai would have to want to want them to go to Sacramento and overlook better deals mm-hmm. because I don't think they can provide what OKC is looking for, or excuse me, what could pro- provide what OKC could propose. Indiana is another one. Um, I just, like, all, all the Kings really have is Barnes, Herder, and Davion, and a bunch of second-round picks. And I know people talk about first-round pick, but that's like five years down the road. And then um, I am not hanging. He throws a deal in there or whatever. Like what he would offer for Laurie, throws in Barnes and Davion a first, maybe two firsts for Laurie. Like the Jazz aren't doing that. Yeah, like that's not okay. happening. Yeah. You don't even that's really not have possible. two firsts right so, now at this point. Like I, that's the thing that people – that I think about when people are like, yeah, throwing a first. To me, and I know deals get done this way, but to me you don't even have a first. Like you can't even – like realistically offer a first before 2028. That's five years from now. You don't have a first to offer. I think people need to kind of forget that unless they can do the thing like James always talks about, and that's like get Atlanta to change, you know, that mm-hmm. p- the protections on it, outright give it to them, and then I think 
that means you have the draft Next pick for year. 2020. Mm-hmm. 2025 or six. Uh, I think it's 2026. 2026. Yeah. yeah, 2026. But without you that, you're talking exactly 2028 right. at this point. And I'll also ask. So what you mean? I am, two first round picks. Like you barely got one. I, I'll also ask. Uh, uh, I am not hand. You willing to trade? Do you guys hate Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter enough to trade them for nothing? Because don't forget, OG and Siakam can. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Siakam's this, already said um, he's not signing an extension until he hits free agency. Yeah, and this isn't a Domas situation where he has a year and a half left. Right. Like, you got to be – as long as you're willing to lose them for absolutely nothing, hey, do you. Throw yeah. your proposals out there. Let them rock. I don't think Monty is. I don't think Monty's willing to lose two of his starters on a hope and a prayer. Mm-hmm. And this is where when you talk about Levine, you kind of get into talking about getting – getting money off the books a little bit. But the other problem that the Kings have, in my opinion, is the the guys that they're sending over have have contracts for multiple years. Well right. Like why would Her- Toronto and want Herter's three what, more 26? years? Yeah. Why would Toronto want what is it, two or three more years of Harrison Barnes? Mm-hmm. Like for what? Mm-hmm. Two Once more again, you got it if you got relationships with these people and they're looking out and, you know, you help them out later on down the road or something like that, some, you know, wink, wink or whatever, cool. But I don't know if the the Kings have a whole lot of attractive pieces right now. So to like, be like, nah, I don't want that. I don't want Levine. I'd rather have da-da-da-da. Probably not getting that. Your best bet might be Levine. He wants to come here. He's got years on his deal. But is that, Le- but is that, is that making a move? to make a move or is that making a move to take you where you want to go? Because as you noted, you do that deal. That's pretty much it. I think it gets you're, you better. You're, does it get you where you want to go? I think it can. Absolutely. I think it can too. Zach Levine, like people say like he's in Chicago, he's got bad attitude, ego and all this. Like I don't sincerely hold it against players who are in bad situations too. Chicago is not a place where anyone wants to be. Anyone's going to have a bad attitude. Look at DeMarcus Cousins in Sacramento for 10 years. All right, it happens. You get him into a better situation Obviously, the ego and stuff, I'm sure like that. He's going to want to play ball. Levine was a darling two years ago when they were winning. Mm-hmm. Like, people were – they had the great piece about him getting the call, making his first all-star team, and all of a sudden he's turned his career around. All of a sudden – like – Who's happy in a bad organization? I see this a lot. Russell says, Zach Levine has too many injuries. He's played 18 games this year. You look back at last year, he played 77. That's 77 and an 82. The year prior, the 2021-2022 season. I think that was the 72-game season. Yes. He played 67. The previous 72-game season, he played 58. Uh, Then you got 60, 63, uh, and then you have a a couple of uh, injury-shortened seasons where he went from Minnesota to Chicago. Um, I think that's a little overblown, just a little bit. A little bit. Um, he, he has had injuries. But he absolutely has. But so I, a little bit. It's a little overblown. Uh, I don't know what the answer is. I just know you can't have it both ways. You can't be mad at Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter and then be upset when someone says, well, what about Zach Levine? Mm-hmm. Because your idea of Siakam or Laurie Markkinen, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. Uh, it's Steve Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. 
All right, let's uh, let's hear from our man Mitch. Want to get in on the phone lines, be part in the conversation. How you feel? How you feel about these trade ideas? All of these different things. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's get our man Mitch. Mitch, what's going hey. on, man? Merry Christmas, guys. I don't want to say that other one again, but Merry Christmas holiday. It's all good, man. You can say it as much as you need to. All right, thank you. Uh, I just can't wait for this week to be over. I like all the trade ideas, especially with even Lori. Oh, Jesse told me how to pronounce the last name because it's got you know, like seven letters. It's Lori Marketing? Marketing. I know. He's from Arizona. Uh, no, no. Pac-12 guy. It'll be his third team, though. You got to be a little suspicious. How come tonight, you know, why do these teams want to give me a borderline superstar? Or borderline star. Let's not put Zach or, Thor or Lori a superstar. Or star, by the way. But they're really good. It'd be, and as long as the, the Kings don't give up no more than one pick and two stars, which, you know, Barnes and Mitchell or, or adios, amigos. Uh, I'd be happy with that. What do you think? And, um, and one more thing. I think... I didn't mention to Jesse. I think we gave up too easily on Matu. That's my opinion. Okay. Well, thank, well, thank you, uh, Mitch. Um, I don't think Mitchell's considered older. Um, <laughs> just I could I could absolutely be wrong in that sense. I also wouldn't look at uh, teams looking to trade players as getting rid of stars or borderline stars, as you say. A lot of times it has to do with contracts. A lot of times, at least in the case of the Chicago Bulls and Zach Levine, it has to do with where you you are as a basketball team. Mm-hmm. Zach Levine is 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 is, is an extremely expensive contract. Yeah. The Chicago Bulls they see the writing on the wall. You know, you, you you don't champion this type of stuff unless it's Luke Walton in Sacramento. But I don't think Billy Donovan is seeing another year as their head coach. Yeah, like that's a team headed in a different direction and DeMar DeRozan doesn't work for them anymore and Zach Levine for four more years at a hundred and some change doesn't make sense and you got Siakam and and uh and OG on expiring contracts they're not you know Siakam and Masai don't get along Um, I I don't know what the situation is with OG and Anobi and you know, Lori Markin is kind of the same with the Utah Jazz. Danny Ainge is starting over. Yeah. Uh, why he doesn't want to build around Lori Markin, I'm not sure. But hey, let Danny do his thing, man. I don't care. The and uh, you know, Mitch and, and Mitch made some good points, but him saying that you know you got to be careful about these guys. You know, a guy like Levine being on his third team. Technically, marketing would be on his third team. Uh, what and team? How many teams has Domas been on? Bonus. This was his third team. Yeah. So those things happen in the league. No, and like you, you mentioned. Malik is on his 13. We just went over that a couple minutes ago. Like, like you mentioned, there are different reasons for that. That doesn't mean – sometimes it's a, you know it's a bad thing. Like <laughs> the guys don't feel like – or the te- excuse me, the teams don't feel like they can reach these guys. But sometimes it's just – that's the way it's going. I think there was an individual who used to work in this market who really popularized the – well, look at how many teams he's been on. Clearly he's a problem or clearly it doesn't work. And that individual used to recite that nonsense all of the time, and it seems to have hung on with some people. Sometimes you just get traded. Sometimes you just leave. Malik wasn't traded. Malik, they didn't re-sign him. They've regretted it ever since, I'm quite certain. Mm -hmm. But he left and went and played for somebody else. It ain't about Malik. That's about where he was with the Los Angeles Lakers. 
that's the league. Like that's how this happens. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think about that at all when I talk about uh, either one of those guys, Laurie Marketing or Zach Levine. PJ Washington's name comes up a lot. I, I see it in the chat. Do you think PJ's a player who gets moved? Um, I don't know what's happening over there. Yeah, I was watching him the other day. He was um, hurt. He's, he's out, I guess. Um, and Miles Bridges was taking a lot of shots and doing his thing or whatever. If PJ, if they did decide to move on from PJ Washington, I mean that's that's a lot cheaper, and I I think PJ could be a a good ball player here uh, in Sacramento. So I would love that. I mean that's a that's a cheaper option, but I just I don't I don't know what Charlotte's doing. PJ's thirteen and five this season, about thirty three percent from three. Thirty three percent is that the number we're looking at the closest with teams or with uh, perspective. Uh, raid guys. The, yeah, I, th- the I think that's percentage. that's that's one of them. You got to sure. be you got to be able to knock down that yeah, shot. You get, you I think, be to be able to, to be able to play on this team. I agree. Speaking of knocking down threes, Steph couldn't. No, oh, jeez. Streak of two hundred and thirty eight consecutive games with a made three ended mm. when he went zero for eight. That's crazy. In I a win, I didn't think that would ever happen. That man had seven points. They went for oh, he went zero for eight for three. And they still managed to hold off the Portland Trailblazers. That was crazy. That was a crazy finish, too. Steph actually could have iced the game and missed the free throw. Yeah, that was a weird. That was, that was the worst game I've ever seen him play. That was a weird, weird night for for the greatest shooter in history. Yeah. Well, they uh, found a way to win. Another win without Draymond. He's the problem. Well, as long as he get his problems uh, addressed, he'll come back and he'll make a difference for this team, and I'm sure he'll do a press conference where he says he can't wait to help this team win a championship. <laughs> uh, speaking of, man, I Bradley Beal's out again. That was tough. That was yeah. Tough. That was nasty, nasty. Tough ankle roll, man. And two to three weeks it looks like for Brad, who very, very, very in the in the most literal sense of the word, literally just came back. Yes. And now he's right back out. Yeah, get well soon. Brad. Not 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 the first season with the Phoenix Suns that Bradley Beal was hoping for, or uh, any Phoenix Suns fan was hoping for. Get well soon, man. That was tough to see though on Friday because you now I was interested to see what this team is going to look like, you know. And we're not going to see that again for another few weeks. It feels yeah. like, yeah. I uh, took a peek at the I we mentioned this earlier the Sham Sharania tweet about your man Draymond Green mm-hmm. uh, going into he's going to get help apparently he's going to get help for the next three weeks mm-hmm. if I took the three week thing literally and it meant he's going to be away for three weeks he could come back after that mm-hmm. that puts his suspension at about 12 to 13 games. Mm. It, it Like that, that's the minimum number, 12 to 13 games right now. Again, if this this tweet and this assessment from Shams, which I'm sure is because I'm confident I know where it came from, mm. that, 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 that puts it at about 12 to 13 games. Yeah, I think. Again, it didn't say a, he'll be back in three weeks. That's not what it said. Right. It said, I, th- I think it even said a minimum of three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, um, at least three weeks, and so yeah, it, it's it's it, he'd he'd be back uh, about seven games before the Sacramento game. 
<laughs> I think that um, I think that it's going to end up being at about fifteen games. Okay, um, and that's you know that's that's fine. I guess you know it's. I still it's don't whatever. know. I still don't know why the league didn't. I don't think we'll be able to make up like. I don't know why the league did this. We won't be able to assess like whether it was right. Like it all depends on how Draymond acts when he comes back. Because if he comes back and he's Draymond, this whole thing was a sham. The fact that we got a timetable already when it's like, when you're talking about the dude needs help, okay, and like he needs to go to therapy and stuff like that, you don't put a timetable on that. Mm-hmm. That rushes it. That kind of just like, um, I don't know what the right word is, but it's just. Well, yeah, Ja got well, therapy in two days. Exactly. It just kind of undercuts it. Like, okay, like you're going to therapy, trying to work better. Like three weeks, like you already know three weeks is going to be fine. So, so the, the. My thing is like, let it be, go to your therapy or whatever. You come back in three weeks, you come back, but don't put a time on it now. So to, to be fair to the NBA or whatever, that's kind of what they did, right? It's kind of what they did indefinitely. There is no timetable to it. And what we don't know, I'm, I'm just maybe playing devil's advocate, but the, the, the counseling um, thing that he's going through or whatever, we don't know how long that program is. That program might be three weeks. Mm-hmm. So they may be. It may be a situation where he can't even think about coming back till he completes this program, which is a three week program, potentially. Mm-hmm. But they never. They still haven't put a time on it. You're right about that, but it's like the report came out. Clutch was going to talk with the NBA, Rich Paul, or whatever, and talk with the NBA. They're going to figure out the best way to get him back. And it's like this comes comes out today. I think mm-hmm. they had their meeting. They got their timeable. Now the report's out. I think. So to 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 I'm. I'm, I'm I'm going to read Shams' tweet verbatim. Warriors four-time NBA champion, because that had to be thrown in there. Draymond Green has started counseling process and is expected to remain sidelined via suspension for at least the next three weeks, sources say. Sources being the Warriors. (laughs) This feels like, to me... Tell me if this is out of line. This feels like, to me, the playoffs all over again. Sham Sharania tweeting, Draymond Green doesn't expect to be suspended, or Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors don't expect the suspension hmm. following him doing a curb stomp to Devonta Sabonis' chest Crazy. and then going uh, Hollywood Hogan on the Golden One Center crowd So you think in front of his boss. So you think they're going – on their own, this is not an NBA thing that this report has anything to do with. This is them well, trying to what part? Well, because him be back within no less than three weeks. So that's so again, that's not what it said. It said he's expected to be uh, sidelined via suspension for the for at least the next three weeks. So that that line, because that's obviously the line you're talking about. No, I don't think that has anything to do with the league. Mm. That's that that I think has to do with Draymond Green and Clutch Sports. So that goes back to what we were just talking about with Jesse. Like the league is actually doing what you said they should do. They hadn't put a time on it, and only people putting time on it is like you said, it, Clutch and trying I, to persuade I, the situation. And that's my opinion it. that this is Clutch. That's mm. that's 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 my opinion. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 